This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the BTS podcast. Today, you are joined with only two of your hosts, and it's Beatrice and Sharon. And welcome to the BTS podcast. I feel like it's been a while since we It has been so long, um, but obviously the break is always appreciated and needed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we just couldn't find the slot. Yeah, yeah, it was just not working at all, especially with the um, long bank holiday mm-hmm. uh, weekend. But um, What yeah. did you do for yours, actually? What, for the bank holiday weekend? Yeah, obviously you went to that place. Like rolling ball or something. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. Are we just going to chat? Should we just, are we just jumping straight into it then? I mean, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> it, I don't even ask me how I am, fam. Just ask me what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> the fans, they love the stories. Oh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm okay. I'm cool. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay and I'm cool. I mean, yeah, the bank holiday was nice to have a bit of a break. Um, I not me asking you, not you asking me to ask you how you are to just end up. I know, I know. I'm explaining. (laughs) I know. I'm explaining why I'm feeling my this type of way because obviously, you know, whenever you have a bit of a break, whenever you come back that first week back is just a bit like. You ain't gonna tell me twice. (laughs) What's going on here? And um. The timing of it, I then started a new project on the Monday and they sent over, I don't know what the hell this Panjil was doing. He must have been bored because he sent over some stuff to review on some Saturday evening saying, can you like, we'll discuss this in the first session, which was basically 9.30. I mean, mm. so many page documents. I'm thinking, let's let's be let's be guided here. Uh, and then once we start freestyling, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I didn't see you. You're opening the, the opening doc. In the I background, fam. Thank God screen. Anywho. <laughs> because <laughs> you know if you haven't got two screens now you'll just be doing too much flipping 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 um, um. <laughs> oh, you're there you're not you're there you're not honestly legit um, um but yeah i guess in terms of back it feels so long ago like i don't understand why i'm even forgetting but yeah on the friday i went to um the bowl and ball uh put shack kind of event that they have um which i cannot even 
begin to explain like how nice it was to go to an event that was less than 10 minutes from my house <laughs> like for me that is like I've never experienced that ever so I literally was just like this is unbelievable like I whenever they host an event and everyone's on it I'm there because this is the type of life that people in London be living you know what I mean mm -hmm. oh yeah let me just maybe just add on a bit of like 10 more extra minutes 20 minutes woo do you yeah. know what I mean but um yeah it felt so good to to have an event that was literally around the corner and it was so and then literally Ruth used this um word and I was like I haven't used this word about, about an event in so long but it was bait man like because it was in in this area it was literally people from around here like oh my god like I haven't seen your face in years I like, what the heck um but yeah that was good we had fun um and that place as well oh my gosh Sharon, the, like I've been there before um just like actually to go and golf and like the drinks are just so cheap like yeah yeah like I basically bought and this is why it's just amazing I bought like what like seven or eight shots of tequila um two cups of like double tequila and lemonade and then something else and it was less than 50 pounds oh my days like if I was in London that's already like that's that is just a dunner like I'm gone there's no way do you know what I mean so I just I was like yeah thank god that's why people are just buying drinks left right and center because you just don't see those prices at all exactly so true at all um but yeah that was really good I Matthew was DJing of like and towards the end obviously shut it down because it's his um yeah. so yeah they shut it down completely um which was lit because you know the guy that runs it um he's part of that oil was it oil boys oh is it the oil boys that run it it's not the oil boys that ran it but the guy that runs it also is part like his friends with oh, all them people, so yeah um he's um he's um thing bobby's brother um oh um you know how to quite but yeah <laughs> yeah so um yeah that was good and then on i don't know what the day was i know that means that was that, i don't even know when that day was i think it was my thursday but on the next day shah wherever that was um went to uh, a friend's barbecue which was nice literally like I have to say like hands down that might have been the best food I've had at a barbecue just because like you know some barbecues yeah for me anyway because I'm very like I'm very paranoid about food like being cooked well especially with barbecues I feel like some people they yeah. just don't you'll just be buying in and as you're buying in that's when you'll see an extra layer of blood that you just came out of nowhere do you know uh -huh. what I mean but with this one, like, because people bought food and it was see, like seasoned it well, it was cooked on the actual barbecue well. Mm. I was like, I, I'm really, I'm really enjoying myself, yo. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I was so full, like I was literally gagging for green tea. Like, if you know me, like when I get to the point where I fall, like green tea is the only thing that gives me some sort of comfort. Yeah. Um, and I they, they didn't have any there, which was unfortunate. Um, but yeah, literally didn't leave there till quite late, huh? I think you just need to stop putting the green tea in your car. No, I, I might as well just leave it in my car. Um, and you yeah, a you're couple, right. a couple tea bags in your purse. Yes, I know for work. That's definitely one that I need to start doing. Um, but yeah, so that was really good. Like, spent a long time there. I was, yeah, really tired when I came back. Um, but then that was basically it for my bank holiday. The rest I kind of used to like rest up. Um, and then I feel like I did something again, but I can't remember. I think I might have just gone out for drinks and stuff. But apart from that, that was literally it. Um, but yeah, how was yours? Obviously, you know, came back, flew out the country. I tried to think of a of a line, of a song, of a lyric, but I couldn't remember. 
you tried but you failed <laughs> um, yeah it was good I went to Crete for those of you who don't know um for a week and honestly I was saying to my colleagues this week that was the, that's the first week I've had where I've rested mm. Monday to Friday mm. since I joined that company in October Mm, it's crazy I literally because Christmas doesn't count like we were it was in fact Christmas was stressful it was actually just stressful mm. we were gonna lay our heads some nights like, yeah no that was that was talk that was just stress um so this was like the first break that I've actually had since October where I actually rest oh and I did not know how tired I was I was falling asleep everywhere oh <laughs> Days. You know that's that um TikTok was like you always have that one friend that's yeah, yeah. Like one girl like in the sea on a float and she was just sleeping. that was basically me. I can't even lie, I was falling asleep everywhere. Yeah. And I went to like a full I had a full body massage um and I fell asleep while she was doing the massage as well. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like lying by the pool sleeping. I'd be like it was actually, yeah, it was actually nuts. Anyway. So can I just add that? You've been on holiday. I think that is probably been the most times I've communicated with you like consistently yeah. for a hot minute. I was like, wow, this just goes to show like how, like with work, how busy you are because the change was, I was like, ah, this is weird all. Like this girl's actually available. <laughs> like, well, I think you even said that as well. Like not you actually being available or something I was like, like wait, this is, it just felt like you were like actually like you were able to like voice note obviously you, you do voice note when you can at work and obviously everyone knows it's obviously obviously limited um but yeah I was like oh wow like damn like this really just goes to show like how busy you have been um, hey. how busy you are during the weeks you know what I mean actually ridiculous like mm-hmm. and just going back to your point about like the first week back after a week off is mm. fast mm. honestly like today today I was I didn't even realize I was doing it but my colleague came over and she was like are you okay because you've just been staring at your plate for about five minutes <laughs> I was like I'm so tired I was like trying to eat my lunch I didn't have the energy to cut the chicken like I was so honestly I was so tired because this week was actually mad it was actually super busy got mm. caught on another deal as well and I'm just like uh be like oh this is such a great opportunity I'm tired of developing y'all I'll get an opportunity for exposure I want to be hidden like <laughs> what the heck <laughs> anyway so yeah super busy week but let me tell you what happened on the plane child like huh? on the plane Kim? I wanted to t- oh wait I already told you I was gonna say I wanted to tell you and then I was like oh, I'll tell you on the pod but I already told you but I don't know if you really clocked what I was saying because no, I, I don't think you did I don't think you reacted to it actually but anyway so we're on the flight now um can I just say thank god that we actually got there and got home in one piece because there were so many people who were stranded in the airport and stuff because flights were being cancelled yeah I've heard that recently there's a whole like thing with the queues being so long and yeah, like the, it's so weird because the airlines are saying that they they're not um what do they say they weren't prepared for how many people would be uh-uh. and like but people have to pre-book their flights like as I don't really get it. this is not train station as in but do you know what I mean anyway whatever so there were shortages of stuff okay to be fair though COVID has been rampant as well so that might be COVID uh, yeah seriously huh hmm. hey hey time to get the masks <laughs> hey. no no, no 
Good cap. I know a cap. Really? Yes, yeah, ah. shocking my back. Oh, anyway, so um, yeah, like I've seen that like there were shortages of stuff, whatever. Easy Jet even messaged us like the day before, and they were like, just so you know, there's no food to serve you guys on the ah. <laughs> Oh, wait, to be fair, I'm trying to deep that it's a short flight, right? It's four hours. They normally, I don't think they serve food normally. No, no, no. EasyJet don't serve food, but it's like normally they'll come around with the tray and you can buy Oh, it. they didn't even give you the option. They, have, they didn't have oh, food. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's bad. That's bad. And then on the flight, yeah, they were like, we, you should have received an email that there's no food on this flight. We will not be tolerating any shouting or anger towards our staff due to this inconvenience. I was like, Mm-mm. who is shouting that? Who is really begging for this? It's because there's no ham and cheese sandwich. That's what I was going to say. You're saying this is a ham and cheese sandwich. I'm Pringles. Trust me. Um, so, yes, yeah, so and then on the flight now, whatever, and um there were like there was this couple that like basically came onto the flight like quite last minute and when they got here when they got there they like one the man sat next to Isa too and then the woman sat next sat in front of us on the same side of like where her man was sitting if that makes sense like directly in front of her man yeah and um she then started talking to the two girls she was sitting next to so in my head I had airports in so I couldn't hear the conversation I could just see what was happening so I was like oh that, those must be her friends because she there came on I know I said I had airports but I had this mm. came on and she was like oh my gosh just made it like I thought it was gonna da-da-da. you're right da-da-da. so I was like oh, okay cool like they must yeah. be friends yeah anyway so I'm observing the situation and then I'm hearing stuff like oh so um where are you like not where are you flying to like where are you staying so I was oh. like okay, I don't think they're friends like they must yeah. just <laughs> must just met out of the flight <laughs> talk sha talk sha I said the man was even smelling. I said, oh, hell no. I said, I'm so sorry for you. Because everyone who knows me knows that I have to get the window seat. Like, I sit on the window. I sit by the window. Anyway, usually. So she was sat next to this guy. I felt kind of sorry for her. Also, we were in the emergency. You know, I don't like flying, yeah? Like, I actually mm-hmm. really do not like flying at all. And we were sat in the emergency room. That's why were you there of all places? No, but I didn't pick my seat. Like I said, yeah, I actually had nothing to do with the holiday planning. Not nothing to do with it, but like, I still definitely took the lead. Mm. But I don't think she, she didn't pick seats. They, like, luckily just sat, put us our seats next to each other. So she didn't get to choose whatever. Mm. Um, And it wasn't all bad because there was like extra leg room, but like still we're in the emergency room. So the woman's like, oh, um, just to make you aware, like you are sitting in the emergency row. So in the unlikely event of an emergency, you'll need to open the door. And like I said, I'm sat next to the window. So I'm sat next to the door. She's like, if you'll just read this card of how to do it and like the emergency pretty. Huh. She was like, after all of that, are you still happy to sit here? In my head, I was thinking, no. <laughs> Let's believe I read it because I said it's not me that's dying on this Ah, (laughs) Anyway, whatever, I digress. So cool, this woman, like I said, she's chatting to these lot. She's drinking, buying another drink, and I would drink. Do you want a drink, babe? No, there's drink. There's there's no hot food, but there's like snacks and there's uh, alcohol and like water and that. Mm. I think it must be illegal to fly without like any form of like water. Mm. Mm. Anyway. So she's all buying like all these, this wine, wine, this, this and that. So anyway, she's drinking. But just for herself or for the girls as well? I don't know, Shad, but she was drinking. Um, so then in front of her, there's a family. So there's like a mum, 
a child, a dad, and then the mum is holding a baby. And then opposite them is the, the mum's sister. Okay. Her young child, another child. So you know all this is crazy. Like, because the women stood up and they were there rocking their babies. And I was looking at them and I was like, you two look like sisters. And I was like, I asked you, don't they look alike? And then she was like, yeah, 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 they must be sisters. So I was like, yeah, yeah, this is a family trip. Mm-hmm. So their husbands are sitting by the windows. They've got their child, their older kids in the middle and then they are sitting on the aisle with their babies okay so the babies were crying the one like in the baby on the left hand side in particular was just very upset it must have been like the first like flight ever pretty much I reckon and I think it was definitely like that family's first flight since COVID probably because the woman like the mums but that mum on the left hand side in particular just she looks like yeah this is a lot sort of thing yeah yeah obviously the child is like one years old like you can tell the child is very young they can't even sit in their own seat mm. um and like there's nothing you can do when there's a baby crying it's a baby like do you know what I mean if the child was like seven eight okay fair enough but like it's a baby mm. um and that's why you take your headphones and your earphones because you never know who's going to be on the plane mm. anyway so we're almost about to land now it's like have well, you started descending? Yes, we started. Thank you. I was trying to think of the English. We started descending. Seatbelt light has come on. Like we're almost there. Like, and we've been flying now for more than four four hours because, well, I think we were flying for like four hours, but we've we've been on the plane for longer because our flight got delayed whilst we were on the plane. Okay. This woman that I was saying that like, sit sat next to these other girls, doing like, "Oh, you're right, babe," all of that stuff. Yeah. She gets up and she starts shouting at the baby. Will you keep quiet? Shut up now. You're doing my head in to the baby. She's got the, she's got her fingers in no. his face and she's no. shouting at the child, yeah? No. Eh. I mean, I, like, eh, 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 eh. I take out my head. Like, I don't want to head is down around here. For me to hear you through my noise cancel. Yeah, that is serious. serious. I don't even hear traffic. Bam, honestly, it's actually really, I can't even cross the road. Very dangerous. Anymore. Yeah, that is, it is, it is. Anyway, so everyone's like, what are you doing? The girls that she just made friends with, what are you doing? And then the mum is like, I don't care. Like, he's only one. And then her boyfriend now was like, sit down, crazy. You're a nanny as well. I say, you. Ah, Domestics. Um, and then it was so funny because those girls obviously didn't speak to her after that. And then the, and then the boyfriend was like, you lost your mates now. Nah. <laughs> I was like, I am crying. That is so funny. Oh my God. Me and Isotude just could not believe it. I was like, how did the husbands not get up and just like... Yeah, I would have absolutely lost it. No, I would have, I'd have been like, hold the child. Especially because right at the end, you, you waited yeah. right, at least say something before. Why would you wait right until the end of the fact when we're literally just talking to the child that like, baby can even understand you? Exactly. I don't understand. Anyway. And you're meant to be a nanny as well. God forbid. God forbid. Actually, man. And then when we were getting our bags, I saw the mom and like um you could tell that her husband was trying to console her and then she like literally burst into tears and started crying oh oh, that is painful oh damn it was actually really sad but yeah but yeah how would you recommend would you recommend 100 that hotel is service do you know what it is crete actually the people in crete are just so nice and like the first couple of days i was like 
they're definitely trying to sell us something and then I still was like I don't even know I think it was the first day I was like I think they're trying to sell us something and then the second day I still was like do you know what I think they're just nice here and I was like bro like they're not like this in London like they were really people were really really nice like because you know normally when you go to places and they're like ah oh, hello da, 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 and you're walking past you yeah, yeah, they're, they're normally you're like oh do you yeah. want to eat or do you want to buy something or do, but they like there was one guy we were looking for somewhere to eat and we were looking at the menu and he came over and he was like oh where are you from we were like London he was like oh I used to live in Bermondsey and I said oh I live near there or something like that I don't know. Mm. and then they were talking about that and he was like anyway have a lovely day and then I was like ah so he's not going to force us to eat here. Because mm. as she was saying that, oh, yeah, I know this, I know that. I was thinking, hmm, mm. I hope you like the food, though. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But, yeah, so there were a lot of, like, uh, there were so many nice people. Yeah. Like, the hotel as well, like, oh, service, 11 out of 10. My nail broke. I think I told you this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you must have seen it. But anyway, my nail broke. And, um that day the day after we had gone to the spa because we wanted to book a treatment for uh, later on in the week and then I was like also like I do you do manicure she was like yeah I was like because my nails broken I want to fix it and she was like oh we don't normally do like acrylics and stuff but um if you come tomorrow I'll fix it for you and I was like oh okay thank you and I was like how much would that be she was like oh no it's fine I'll do it for free and I was like huh when she went to do it, she was bare mixing colors because she didn't have the colors. Mm. Bare mixing colors, like making sure it check matched it, check match. Mm. Then I literally showed it to Ice and she was like, "You literally can't tell the difference." And I was like, "Yeah, she can't." That's so good. But yeah, it was so good. It was so nice. It was very mm. relaxing. I'm trying to think if there was anything else, but no. No, that's so good. I knew that you would definitely enjoy it better than we did, just because. You know how it is with hotels, especially with that with that area. So obviously they have on season, like peak season and then off peak season. Mm. Um, when we went, we were going towards the end and that was the first year that they had opened. And there was a lot of like reviews that were good, but then also negative. And when we were there, they were constantly asking for feedback, saying like, this is our first year, blah, blah, blah. They closed literally the day that we left. And obviously had a, like basically like, you know, half about six months or so or however many months it is until they reopen in a new year to um like prepare and get ready so I, I knew for sure like they were actually really like focused on getting feedback knowing what to do um and stuff like that so it sounds it's really good it sounds basically sounds like they they've taken a lot of the stuff on board yeah they were sick like even like so we landed like midnight or something I don't know so we'd missed dinner obviously so we were like oh we're gonna have to find a McDonald's or something and go there and eat quickly because we were so hungry and we got there and they were like oh because obviously you'd have been entitled to dinner tonight and you've missed it we've like reserved a cold plate for you so that you can have oh wow yeah um cool okay so um as you guys know each week we do a song of the week and this time it's my turn and the song of the week that I am going to put down um, forward to the playlist is, um, oh, I'm trying to think, what do I want to do? Um, okay, I'm going to do this song. I feel like, I hope I didn't do it before, um, but it's off Kendrick Lamar's album. Mm. latest album and it's just the one the bait one but I absolutely even though it's bait like I just absolutely love that song and I feel like every time someone walk off like jumps on the track she just kills it she brings the right vibes um so yeah I'm gonna put down Purple Hearts so that's Kendrick Lamar Summer Walk and then there's someone like Ghostface I don't actually know who that person is which is actually really poor of me Ghostface yeah I don't know who Ghostface is 
Yeah. Uh, the album still. <clears throat> oh, it's good. It's good. It is a lot of talking. It's a production. I know you don't like talking like that. No, no, no. I don't like spoken words like Ella May does it. Sorry. She's like, if you look into the eyes of the air. Oh, get out of here, man. <laughs> like, I don't have time for that. I, love I, love I don't not like talking. But the yeah. only thing that I wish that mo- more people did was like they would, that they'd make their talking track like separate to the song. So I don't yeah. have to listen to this every single time I want to hear the song. Yeah. Yeah. I mean? yeah. Yeah, so um, I think with um with Kendrick, some of it is actually quite separated into like you know those little interludes or whatever they will do, so you don't have to listen to that. But um, yeah, that's gonna be my song of the week. So we'll add it to our playlist and you can put it on our Instagram stories so you guys can check it out. But yeah, that's mine. Okay, guys. So um today we haven't really got like a proper topic to be honest. I think there's just a couple of things that we just wanted to touch on um, that I've kind of seen or kind of gone on in these last two weeks since we haven't recorded. Um, and there was one that um, I saw actually on LinkedIn, like I can't believe I'm actually using LinkedIn as a source oh, of- I'm Oh my God. <laughs> as, as a source of, no, it's not gossip, but you know what I mean? The latest topic. Um, but yeah, when I saw this, um, it was actually Tristan, uh, one of our friends who kind of reshared it I was like, of course it's just not when we share this. I don't know why it just made me laugh. Um, but it was um a guy, um, his name's Charles. I don't I won't say too much of his details, I'm not gonna make his out like his whole details out here. But um he was basically on LinkedIn and he did a post and I'll read you guys the post or give you like a very high-level summary as to what it was. And yeah, like I just when I read it, I just literally was like, wow, like I've heard of this before, but I think when you like actually see someone say it, like this is what they went through, it's a bit like crap. Mm. um so yeah like I mentioned he basically the first sentence is does Monzo Bank and he actually tagged them have an application process that is intentionally racist oh intentionally yes intentionally that's a question Sha that's a fair question it is then he says here's what's happened so basically long story short he decided to apply to a position at Monzo Bank late last week for their growth marketing manager position and he said he spent a lot of time on the application and literally like said that there was something that he even submitted like five pages on like to one particular question or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he was really shocked where basically he sent it off and like he got a really quick rejection letter straight away. So he was like, how he, he didn't understand it because like like I just said, he spent so long on the application and sent such a long response. There's no way somebody could have literally like right. read all that, digested that and then gave the update as to whether they want to process like pro- um, progress or not. Yeah, He knew that there must have been something that's gone on here. So he was like, something didn't smell right. He didn't know what to do. But then he said that he spoke to a friend and the friend actually said that there might have been something that you know how you sometimes put it through like a robot or like a screening um preliminary screening sort of thing yeah exactly um and maybe like the ai system that they have in place basically kind of put it straight into the rejection pile Mm -hmm. um so he was like okay maybe it was actually something like that maybe they didn't actually get time to read the application what can i do to kind of make sure that it goes past this ai you know whatever system or checking system checklist And he said, let me just apply again with the exact same application, sending the exact same documents. Everything to the T was the exact same, apart from 
where he originally ticked that he is black African, he changed it to a different ethnicity. He said very quickly his application was um no so he also oh, when I say changed um a different ethnicity, he actually specified that he did it as white British. He said literally just to be clear. Just to be clear, <laughs> then said this afternoon, like straight, like the same day that he sent the application, that afternoon he received an e email to congratulate him that he had been successful and he will be moving to the next stage with, um, and a recruiter will be calling him to schedule a call. Mm. So that call is literally now for the next day, like the following day. So he was like, as I sit here, I'm kind of, you know, find, he says he's finding himself in a very like weird position because he was like, he can imagine this has happened to a lot of people, um, you know, not just Monzo, but in other places as well. And he was like, maybe it was a technical AI error. Maybe someone else reviewed the second time. Maybe there was like a, a slight difference in the field that he entered. But he said, but he himself, he said, everybody's free to make up their own minds. But he himself knows that he sent off the exact same application. Mm -hmm. And it only went through because of the one change he made, which was his, um, his ethnicity. So, yeah, that was... Um, the post that I saw on LinkedIn and it just had me thinking and I think we've discussed this briefly um, especially because both of us have had time um, at our workplace to be involved in like the, the D&I conversations and the, the leadership team the discussions around you know increasing you know D&I and you know yeah. the steps that are involved in that and also the barriers that you know are in place that actually a lot of these people don't realize are in place and stop other people from getting the opportunity to work at companies like that who are very much capable and even deserve more in my head mm. um so yeah it just got me thinking like what was your thoughts when you read that like what, what were you thinking it reminded me of this project that um I was involved in when I was at my old job mm. um I wasn't working on this particular stream I was working on a different stream but there was another person on this particular stream and it was all about discrimination in AI and how we can make AI um, like less discriminatory, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, but she was focusing on like the gender perspective because she was basically saying that the people who are like putting the AI stuff together, I don't know the technical decision now, I'm not really one of those, you know, data. Mm -hmm. People, but she was saying that basically the things that go in, into making the AI system or whatever would be stuff that are like usually like the success factors would be things that are usually um, attributable to men, and they were finding that a lot of like women were getting rejected for roles, and men who had less experience were getting accepted, and it would literally just be in like the wording like the way people would express themselves like through their applications and stuff like that yeah so it kind of reminded me of that but it's just so mad because it's kind of like how do you beat a robot please you actually can't you can't hmm. so what does that mean that we're never now allowed to put our ethnicity because the thing is adding ethnicity and stuff to like applications sometimes you're trying to do the company a favor yeah yeah, exactly. I remember at my old place, they were really trying to like get people to put their gender and ethnicity and stuff on their um, like internal portal so that Absolutely. they could 
they could track they can count it, they can count it and track yeah, it and they they could to, track know, if they um, were improved but it's just like why the heck would I be doing that if obviously granted this was like post like you know yeah, you stuff, like yeah. you're in the company now but then if you're hearing that that's happening for applicants you that you have now and why would you want to do that do you know yeah, what I mean exactly and like for me, whenever I've put my ethnicity, I've always thought like, oh, this could only be a positive because I'm sure like the company's basically trying to track and see like if they are getting, if they're increasing their like, um, their like, what do they call that thing? What diversity? Their diverse talent. If they're getting more like diverse applicants and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But it's just so mad to hear that like the same application literally within a day or two or sending it the same thing he got an immediate call with the recruiters and the school mm-hmm. and they were really eager to speak with him then they want to speak with him the next day yeah um we did the same kind of um review in our in our company and actually when i was working with a client who and i was helping them set up their hr function and we were kind of developing the employee value proposition and how they would attract talent he was, they, they said, okay, let's imagine this. They set their objectives and said that we want to have a diverse workforce, right? Yeah. But then inherently, like without him realizing the things that he was requiring um, in terms of kind of where, where they would target, like the universities they would target, mm-hmm. um, the experience that they would need, it just I was trying to explain to him that when you're saying a diverse like you want a diverse workforce it doesn't just mean by saying it and that you know when you get applications you then just make sure that you know if they tick it or if they say they're black you 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 put a bit of consideration to it yes that's part of it but it goes way beyond that to even make sure that you're speaking to and spreading the news and saying that you know we want people from anywhere rather than making it so targeted already mm. because you think oh yeah oxbridge produced the best candidates and we want to be in world no, number one in this and we you know what i mean like that's how people are and even then also the location of where their company was set up fair enough like it was up it's a bit more up north mm. but with that there's obviously less diverse well at, at the when we were doing an analysis it showcased that most of the diversity was happening down here rather than up there yeah it was like even that already puts you at a disadvantage you know mm-hmm. so when you're really trying to like understand about the whole diversity and how that works it's crazy how some people just think is a case of oh yeah like when you've already got the application like just making sure that you don't dismiss them because of their skin color but it's, it's i always use the same amount of um it starts way, before. way back and yeah. especially because my old firm was a design and engineering consultancy so like in the bit that I was in it was management consulting so they accept people from loads of different um mm-hmm. have loads of different like degree backgrounds and stuff but yeah. engineers like you can't just wake up with a, like I don't know with an English degree and be like oh I'm gonna go and be an um, aeronautical engineer like hello like you need to actually you know I mean? sorry just to add the comp the clients I was with they were in that space as well so you're right yeah. so my whole thing was like you need to be if you're really if you're really I used to ask people this is what my old friend I was like how bad do you want it because mm. if you want it bad yet yeah, you're gonna have to do some serious work you need to start going to schools yeah and you need to start ensuring girls are, you're gonna have to start ensuring that girls are actually interested in engineering yeah. Like yeah. you're gonna have to start ensuring that people from like less um fortunate backgrounds is that what they call it like 
um, are interested in engineering and have access to yeah. that and have access to be able to get into those universities and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and that's not always easy. Like, it's not like, you know, I don't know, like another field necessarily where it's like, it doesn't really matter what you've studied. You can mm-hmm. always like learn on the job with engineering. Obviously you can do that, but it would, you know, they're looking mm-hmm. for people who studied the degree. Um, and then another thing I was like, was like, I felt like, at my old firm, they used to be so concerned with attracting diverse talent, but you're not retaining it. So it's just like the net increase is zero because yeah. like, as you're hiring people, like the same number of people are leaving yeah. because you're trying to do bare to like attract talent and get them through the pipeline and get them onboarded and stuff. But then when they're actually there, like you're not creating avenues for them to feel like they can grow. Like if you have no senior leaders who look like you, in my opinion, anyway, like what I found, mm. it's just like, you're just kind of thinking like, how do I get there? And also when I get there, will I even want to be there? Because yeah, there's no one why has everybody else failed? Yeah. Like yeah. why has nobody else, like, do you know what I mean? You'd be yeah. talking about, and one of my, oh, I don't mean to like blast my old firm and stuff, but like, one thing that they used to do be like, yeah, we're in so many countries. We speak so many languages. I'm like, yeah, okay, but where's the diversity? You're talking about, oh, we're in so many countries. It's like, but everybody here is white and British. Like, I'm confused. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just, yeah, it's, it's just, my, I don't know. That topic just gets me so heated. I know, I know, I know. Um, I guess just a question. How would you feel about, if you had a, a role, right? You had two offers. And they told you one, you're our diversity hire, and two, um, yeah, one, yeah, one, you're a diversity hire, and two, you're not, or like your 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 history, your credibility, like you you've got the experience, we want you because of that. Where are you going and why? You have to give me some other stuff, like which one's paying more? No, it's the same exact profile. I'm not going to the diversity hire. What am I doing there? Mm. I'm definitely going to the one where they've hired me for my merit because I was even going to ask you the same question but I'll ask you in a second right the reason I want to be hired for my merit is because I feel like especially if you've already told me Mm. my imposter syndrome is going to be 110 like it's going to be on a mad thing because I'm already going to be I'm already like going into a new job you already feel that anyway like mm. oh like am I worthy like am I should I be here etc and then they want to now come and tell you like oh you are diversity higher like please I actually couldn't do that I'd rather go somewhere for my merit yeah than you know just a tick a uh, box ticking exercise sort of thing mm. about you what about me yeah um god Honestly, I, the answer is I don't know. Now, the reason why for me it's not that straightforward, right, is, okay, maybe diversity, because I said diversity high, it is a bit mad. But sometimes, yeah, if, because everybody thinks like that, right, it doesn't. It, I just it, clocked how I was looking at you and I didn't need to look at you weird. I just saw myself and I was like, why am I looking like that? <laughs> don't kill me no but what i'm gonna say is i might sound weird and i might not be able to get it out right but what i'm trying to say is yes diversity hire sounds so mad right but like you know how everybody's gonna be thinking like i want to be hired based on merit yeah what do you do in cases where 
obviously especially if you're an advocate and you really want you know people to get access to a wide range of opportunities etc you know sometimes merit isn't enough because when you think about the other counterparts their 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 experience sometimes isn't actually solid at all and they get the role right this is why i said what's the differentiation if yes, you were saying, no, i'm saying there's no differentiation i don't get why you would want to be the diversity higher i know that you don't want no to salary but i get it but isn't there there has to be people in this world right that go into spaces where it's wrong to bring change i don't know how i don't well, know why how can't you just be hired for your merit and you so happen to be a black woman no, that's fine. And I get it. You can, but that's, but somebody has to go in there into and, and, and speak to those people. Oh, you mean someone has to be the diversity. Someone hire. has to be the diversity. Because No, but why can't that white firm just find somebody? Yeah, but that's what I'm trying. They, they clearly don't, but they know that they need to do something about it because that's the reason why they said, you know, we need to bring more people in. And that's the reason why we brought you in because we need to be diverse. And you're the reason why, and you're the change. No, 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 I get it's a lot, but at some point whenever there's change there's all it, it always you know how they say something about like oh sometimes you have to like fake it to get into the these certain places etc it's kind of like that to an extent where it's like you you have to sometimes get with a lingo like for example um a black partner just became a black partner right he just been announced everyone knows him every, and people are like oh congratulations you know how does it feel and he's like it feels great to finally get here but he's like boy the no, he didn't want to say bum licking, but he was like, boy, like you, you kind of have to get with the people them to get to this position. Do you know what I mean? And he was like, but now I'm here. Hello. I was just like, hello. Um, but it's so true. Like I genuinely feel that as well. Sometimes yeah, but that, this is what I was saying. Like, what is the differentiation? Is it title? Is it pay? Because if it was like, okay, no, same, title, same pay. The two jobs have the same title, same. No, thing. but I look. I'm. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I. I. I probably would. Go no, it's not that I'm even trying to get you to agree with me. It's just I just don't understand why you would want to put yourself through that knowingly. Yes, that's the thing. But there's some people who's who. There's some people who are so passionate about that that they would see it as an opportunity for them to be like okay can't lie these people especially if the especially the if thing you is, are of leadership so let's say don't think of yourself as a junior think of no, yourself no, as like no. a leadership person imagine if you were like a leader and you'd seen that everybody there was basically all white you were going into a company with all white people there on the, on the lead and you were the first black female person to be hired and they said yes you're a diversity hire no there. but i'm just saying okay imagine they've said to you in i'm just trying to be like you know, yeah. but imagine they've said to you along the lines of you know we're really passionate about you know wanting to bring in a woman bring in a black woman to come and join our leadership we're our first one we know how important diversity is they've said the things that in your mind will give oh, okay, you okay 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 you know what i mean that's what i'm trying to say they've said all this to basically give you like a little bit as long that. as that's within my remit because this is the thing i feel like if it's within your remit to create this change then it's kind of different why does it have to be in your remit? you know why because you're still going to have to do all of the work that you have to do yeah. that's already nuts yeah yeah and then you also still now have to find the time to like to like improve this company and like attract all this talent but you're not and I'm not saying that you should always get paid for this stuff like you know like I obviously I'm passionate about it and at my old place like I really did it best and I 
here I haven't had a chance to and to be honest I haven't really needed to because my firm isn't like that my old firm was quite like it was quite bad but anyway um yeah so like the reason it's different is because one thing I noticed at my old place is like fam after I have finished my client work and I have done my deliverables I'm now doing all the internal work to improve this firm and my white colleagues they're going to bed they're watching tv they're going for dinner and I'm here like okay cool like now let me start doing my internal work and I don't and I don't regret it because I genuinely feel like I did make a change and like I'm so glad that I was able to do that Mm. but it's not always easy and if people expect that of you not that like uh, you're doing it off your own back because you're passionate about it but if that's the expectation and they're not even paying you more they're just expecting you to bring in all this talent that they were not able to bring in themselves like fam it's long and why do we always have to be the sca- like why do we always have to be the scapegoats like do you know what I mean like I don't no, know I hear, you, I hear you but maybe I would challenge back and say no, no you might not necessarily have to be the one that's actually doing the work but you might start a conversation and bring in people you know how sometimes they say okay you need to bring in someone you might be the person that might have to bring in that person um, yeah. I just thought I'd just ask you that anyway, just in general, just to get your your insight. Uh, my question was going to be, it's quite similar. Do you agree then? Do you believe in like positive discrimination? Positive discrimination? Like, what yeah. do you mean? So like, not giving somebody a job because of their skin color positive Mm. discrimination which is illegal by the way would Mm. be giving somebody a job because of their ethnicity yeah i think it's i think it's all it's all wrong Ah, but you just said that you would be the diversity hire no but if they told me that all that was wrong i get i'm talking about they're just the fundamentally like if we had to think of a pick of a perfect world that's obviously fundamental i personally think you should nobody should be picked to say, oh, we picked you because of this. It should only, when you say positive discrimination, I'm guessing experience and stuff and you matching the job description doesn't, is not. No, no, you still, you probably still match, I don't know, hmm, this positive discrimination. Let's say like you do, let's say there's two candidates and you do both fit the job description, but one is black and one is white and they're like, oh, we need more diversity. Let's pick the black. Okay, person. okay, okay, okay. Um, You know what? I'm obviously going to say this because I'm a black woman, right? And I've seen these spaces. Because the end goal should be like, I don't have to explain it. When in, when you're trying to work towards a goal, right? You have to do stuff to get to that place. You can't continue doing the exact same thing, right? Without ma- making some sort of process aligned to your goal. Mm. So if you had previously seen that whenever you, whatever process you had in place, always gives you the same result which isn't what you want and which isn't to society the best outcome then you have to positively discriminate to be able to get to that goal you cannot continue literally doing the same thing so you're gonna have to change things up so in that sense I think it's right especially when the end goal and what the company's end goal looks like is beneficial for every single person and takes out discrimination do you know what i mean but you have to at the beginning make sure you start getting the right people in place and therefore discrimination therefore does happen yeah that's what i think anyway it is well sure um yeah that was that and then i guess just to wrap up um we're just having a short one today because it's been a long week guys been a long week um but uh I think it was literally like one or two days ago um I'm literally just jumping to Love Island like as if there's a massive difference but it's kind of on the line to do some discrimination anyway um 
trying to find the loopholes. Um, you know me. I'm find, yes, I'm always trying to find a transition. But I haven't watched any of the new season, by the way. Uh, just for people who know, both of us haven't. Um, but it doesn't really matter here. It's related to the old season. So um, I think they've started to now be introducing people into the villa from obviously the base people, and then you've got the people that start coming in. And I think what happened was the latest episode that there, there was a, there was a girl who had come in. Um, I'm not sure where this happened or they knew that a bombshell was coming in. So bombshells, if you don't watch Love Island, are people that enter the villa and are meant to like turn heads, get people, basically rattle couples that are set up in the villa. Now it's only been a few days, but obviously you know that you typically get into a couple straight away. Um, so what happened is that last year's contendants, um, and that was uh, Brad, Jake, Aaron and Tyler, they were all on TikTok live, just hanging out, you know how people do that thing. And basically, I think um, there was a conversation that was happening and someone was basically talking about Rachel. Now, again, I didn't really watch the ins and out of last year's show, but I know that Rachel, who was a bombshell um, in Love Island, she is mixed race, I believe. And she, I think she's mixed race. She might be black. She might just be light skin. She might, you think she's light skin? Let me even, I don't, I don't even know. I actually don't know what where she is, but she's a black woman, Sha. Yeah, she's um, black. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she was a bombshell and she was actually paired up with um Brad on the show. And like he it was clear that like basically there was a situation where he would have could have left the villa if it wasn't for her and mm-hmm. she saved him, you know, where the girls choose the guy, etc. Yeah. Um, and like he was acting like he was really into her that's the reason why she chose him etc um and anyway long story short they her name got brought up in the live and they just started laughing mm. like so he was like oh and you know the bombshell rachel bombshell and then like leaned in and you know into your sarcastic face like as if that's a bombshell kind of situation mm. and then all the guys started laughing and then you know how on tiktok as well tiktok live well, I haven't actually seen TikTok Live, but I'm sure it's the same as Instagram Live. Um, comments will be coming in, right? And then someone must have said something along the lines of, oh, like, Rachel's definitely not bombshell. And imagine of all the comments, when they just said that, he even then added, oh, look, someone even said, Rachel's not a bombshell. Who said that? Uh, this, this same, uh, what do you right. call it, bad guy. Mm. Rachel's not a bombshell. Duh, 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 duh. And they were all laughing again. And Aaron, you know when you're embarrassed, like not when you're embarrassed, but when you're laughing so much that like, you bring your phone a bit too close to your face and then you bring it back out again. That's how Aaron was laughing as well. And I'm just like, this is disgusting. And that's basically what happened on the show. I'm not sure. I don't know what he's finding funny. No facial hair, nothing, bro. Oh, right. Let's not even get into that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they were all kind of. Um, they were all laughing, etc. And obviously, Rachel, the this this thing must have got to Rachel. She saw it, and obviously, was very very hurt um, by it. And she basically said, like, can't believe like these people would do this. Obviously, like, it's you know, it, it affects people's self esteem, etc. Like, even having to do with the whole love island thing. And it's like, it's a whole year later. Why is this still being like? Why is this a thing? Do you know what I mean? Like, this is so bad, etc. Like, yeah. all of this stuff. And then Kaz, obviously, um, if oh, you don't, know, I think. Kaz was, um, not, this wasn't during life, the lives have ended, by the way. Um, Kaz was, I think they came forth, right? Her and Tyler. And obviously, like yeah. I just said, Tyler was part of the guys that was there, but obviously they aren't together anymore. Um, she then kind of took a screenshot, or basically put a post up on Instagram saying, I don't, I don't 
get involved much but I really wish people would honestly take a step back and think about how harmful their words and actions are and can be we all know what public communication feels like so why are you going out of your way to embarrass and put someone down she then adds each of the boys on her Instagram story and says every single one of you owe Rachel an apology publicly and privately what a bunch of clowns so unprovoked and for why KMT you stay true to yourself and intact Rachel you deserve way more respect than this you queen love you and you and so do so many others you're a bombshell in our eyes basically that was her um, message on Instagram it's so mad because she was like you said she was paired with Tyler but then what's that black guy's name again which one um the the dark guy that's part of Aaron. Oh yes, yes. He was that was like he was like, oh um that's my best friend. That's my yes. sister, that's my best friend. Yeah. Yeah. They are friends, they are friends. Oh yeah. anyways, after that boy. I know. So then obviously after that, Kaz obviously put a statement. And if you don't know, like Kaz is actually one of the probably one of the most successful people as well from that series. She's mm. like got high followings like uh, the others as well. Um so obviously got a lot of attraction and people obviously like, yeah, great, good Kaz, blah blah blah. Rachel also basically co-signed and said like, oh I appreciate it. And um yeah, like um I think basically the guys then started bringing out their own statements like oh I can't believe my own actions. Like I I can't believe I, I did that. I can't believe it got interpreted like that. Like I'm so sorry. I've messaged Rachel and I've reached out and I've apologized. Rachel then came back to the video and said hey 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 everybody <laughs> hey 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 I've not accepted anybody's apology. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not friends with nobody. Everybody cool down. Cool down. No, the situation ain't over. Okay. <laughs> Literally, she just came back, which I thought was really like good of her because typically with these things, uh, what ten people tend to do in these situations, when they put out a statement, they think that that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done and dusted. But she's like, you said you contacted him to say sorry, but have I responded to your response? Have I even responded to your message thinking mm-hmm. that I've given the okay and the o- and that is fine? Are you crazy? No. And she was like, I would never accept, I would never accept your apology. Like, forget it, basically shove it up your, that kind of thing. Um, and yeah, that was basically what happened, um, which I just was like, yeah, definitely agree with that. Um, but then, but hmm. then, hmm. but then. There's always one, what do they call that, babe? Um, there's always one Sarah. Is it there's Sarah? always one, oh, you know, people, I don't, this is something that really irks me. People that insert themselves in situation that don't need to be inserted and be saying absolute garbage. Garbage. So, from the Love Island series, Mm. Faye. Karen, sorry. Not me saying Sarah. There's always one Karen. For Sarah, Karen, you get the gesture. (laughs) Um, Basically, Faye, who was another contestant from the show, Mm. went to go and put out her own statement. Number one, who's even asked you? Who even requested you? Who are you? No, legit, who are you? Who are you, bro? Like, literally have not seen you since last year's episode ended. Like, I don't get. Literally, I I just don't. I don't get it. Anyway, she typed a note. She typed a little message on her notes app and then shared it on her Instagram story. Thinking that she's doing her part for the community. I don't know what she's doing. Anywho, she then basically like I didn't even read too much of it, but you know when you just reading, it just sounds like garbage. I think long story short, she was just basically saying like, oh yeah, you know, I you know, oh yeah, when I came out of Love Island, this happened to me, and this happened. Bro, who's asking about what happened to you about the off com- like, what was it those comments of the legit nobody nobody literally and she was I'm trying not to I don't want to diminish her feelings and but this happened and. Just some of us have had dre- really? 
literally, it. literally, I was just like, what is this? Like, how can somebody the- even say, like, uh, Steve Jobs did not die for you to be using your notes app in this way? Honestly, like, so she should just kept that. If people say she should just kept that in the drafts, and literally she should, she didn't need to bring that out. Just kept it in the drafts. I don't know why she's flipping responding. Literally, there was absolutely nothing. And then what even was so funny, Sharon? After all of this, Rachel then responded. Did she? It was already so problematic on Love Island. So I'm thinking, have you not learned anything? Just keep your mouth quiet. See, anyway, Rachel then responded on Instagram, and. This is where it becomes about everybody else. The most unaffected people. I'm so glad. And basically, she just went on to say, don't say you stand with me or support me if we aren't in a, in a place where we can even say hi to each other. Mm. This goes for everybody. And then she just basically went on to say, you know, other things. I won't, I won't dwell on it too much, but... I was like, all right, you'll go do your thing, man. Don't let these people be bullying you to stay silent and be bullying you to accept an apology that you don't want to, you don't want to accept. Absolutely. Yeah, man. But you know, when that happened, I was just like, oh my God, like, God, people just always love to, just, just people just love to insert themselves in situations they don't need to. And also this public apology stuff, like, can we just throw it in the bin? Because it's just, it, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything for me, like at all. Like it's, it's just, sorry it just doesn't make sense um but yeah so that was what i wanted to say i don't know really much to add other than yeah those four guys they need to just be thrown in the bin and literally and it's such a disgrace and also uh kaz unfollowed every single one of them apart from aaron Mm. maybe they'll have some sort of discussion um but yeah like i just thought wow this is very this is just very telling like it's not even your show like you you really we really finished with you a a year ago like damn like there's a whole new cast like what's going on and you're trying to make yourself relevant like let's not do that let's not do that no there's always some random people that just make themselves relevant like literally literally um but yeah i guess that's all we really had time for today um but yeah hopefully you guys still kind of enjoyed the episode and obviously we'll be looking forward to getting back into the full thing the full swing of things soon um but yeah as always make sure you guys follow us on our socials that is bts pod on um instagram and on twitter and yeah obviously like we as usual we'll drop our next episode the following monday so make sure you guys tune in as well hope you guys have a lovely time or day wherever you are and when you're listening to this and we'll see you guys in our next one bye bye hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.